You're listening to an encore presentation of We the People. You can hear this show live every Friday night from 7 until 8 p.m. Your source for locally how you can get involved to make a difference. Tune in. Thanks for listening. Get out there and make a difference. Hayes County and the rest of the world. It is hot. It is the summertime. It is Texas. It is We the People. We are here with you on Friday night, the 16th of June, 2023. Going to be with you the next hour, telling you how you can make a difference locally, how you can make a difference regionally, and how you can change the world. Yes. You know, we have high expectations for this show, but it is all up to you. This is your host, Rob Rourke, and we're going to be with you for the next hour. Coming up tonight, we are going to be stepping right off of here into the Shark Tank. Miss Lisa Marie Copaletta is going to be calling in. We're going to be talking about the budget. Ooh, no, 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 folks, you better be watching. And we're going to be talking about all those things that are affecting you that are going on out there during the summer that you need to be watching for. And... Mostly how you can get involved. Yes, this is a political commentary show. The views expressed on this show are those of the hosts, the guests, and not necessarily those of SMTXCRA or KZSMLPFM or anything else related to this station. It is all me and my guests. Hang tight, folks. You are in for the ride. Coming up for the next hour. here with you in the KCSM studio. It is starting to get dark. It's still showing a no, somewhere about 100 degrees on my phone out there. But folks, be on the lookout. There is over in Fredericksburg reports of hail, possibly a tornado. So keep an eye on the weather here for the next hour. We're going to be keeping an eye on that uh, here on KCSM and bringing you up to speed. But uh, it may, you know how these heat ones do. It may drop 
drop out by the time it gets to us, and it could also catch us by surprise. So be on the lookout. We're watching the radar. We'll keep you posted. And Lisa Marie Copaletta is here on the line with me. You are live and on the air, girl. We are going to step into the Shark Tank right off the bat with you tonight on the show. Oh, Rob, I'm so honored. I always enjoy these interactions, and I was I was getting a kick out of the tag your show, how you can make a difference and what residents can do. And you and I have worked for so many years on local issues, and I think we met on like a national issue initially some long period of time. And so I'm, I'm excited to talk. I kind of wanted to shift gears a little bit. I you know, I've been working really hard fighting the access situation. I know the residents have seen the over 100 signs that we've put out and the thousand leaflets that have been dropped and the, the mobilization of the citizenry. We, we're finding and that. And the videos that have shown up out there, they seem yeah. to have a little signal. They, they seem to have your signature somehow or another. Uh, little birdie, I know, may have made them. They're, they're, they're uh, stylized. And so I'm, I'm just so happy that once the residents hear the concerns of the residents of Martindale and San Marcos, quite frankly, they just they just get very upset. Uh, not only the ecological impacts and the impacts of the tax base and the traffic and the noise and the air pollution, but I kind of wanted to, if it's with your permission, kind of shift gears to something uh, per the tag of your show, what what something how residents can make a difference and something that's important in my heart that I just kind of came across my radar as you know I don't watch national news I tend to (laughs) geek out on ham radio and local stuff but I I just if I could just kind of express um, some things that maybe our local residents can do on a national issue if anybody's following the, the Dodger Stadium situation I fill us in on that and come just a little closer to the phone for me Lisa Okay, yeah. Can you hear me better now, Rob? Yeah, a little better there. Okay. Okay. Well, let me just give you a little context. Um, There are a significant number of Catholic protesters outside right now at Dodger Stadium for quote-unquote Pride Night. And it's not necessarily an issue of pride. It's an issue of I believe this impacts any of your listeners, if you're a scholar of comparative religion, or if you believe in freedom of religion, you guys know I do, because I asked for a a Jewish rabbi to come say the opening prayer, as well as, you know, a Catholic priest, because we've been kind of a miss on that. And we know what happened, what we ended up getting, uh, that that concern. uh, Did you start that whole thing? Was that... No. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no. Well, actually, what happened was I asked for us to have a Catholic priest and a rabbi, and they put it up on Facebook, and then the Satanists decided that they, and I don't understand why they allowed someone from Wimberley. <laughs> and then, of course, we had like. Uh, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Lisa, hold on a second. You realize that this is. A, this is going to be a classic joke, okay, is that Lisa Marie Coppoletta <laughs> asked for a rabbi, asked for a priest, and they bring a Satanist in. You know, it's like this bad <laughs> joke or something. I'm sorry. That's right. Well, I would encourage people to go to my YouTube channel, The Quarantine Catholic, because I give the story about how three weeks out, I want to get to Dodger Stadium, but let me just tell you this quick story. So three weeks out from it, I go up to City Hall with Holy Salt, and I pray the rosary, and I surround City Hall with Holy Salt, and I tell the police chief I'm doing, I'm like, listen, I'm about, I can either call um, (laughs) Ben Shapiro, 
and the Daily Wire, or I can do my little quiet deed. And so I go up to City Hall with holy salt and holy oil, and I surround City Hall with with holy salt, and I pray the rosary. And then I went through the, to, up to, I drove around the library, and then the activity center, and then I I closed it out, and I did the chaplet of the seven sorrows. I did also did that, and then I did holy water across the front of City Hall, and then the sign of the crucifix in front of City Hall with holy water. So we had the water and the salt covered. Then I went to the, the Parks and Recs building. I finished the seven sorrows, and then I prayed the chapel of divine mercy, and I surrounded it with holy water, and I did the same deal with the, the holy water, the crucifix, and, and then the wine. And, I, and I'm very transparent, right? And the police chief invited me to come to the, to the, the I said, well, that's a secure area, chief, so we'll just schedule that one. And, you know, I took this shot of my my seven sorrows rosary that was crafted by a nun which we're this is going to lead us into this the sisters of perpetual indulgence in a moment at dodger stadium and there was a rainbow around that chaplet so i wanted to avoid the whole thing i didn't even want to be around those people because i i don't think people understand that you do open up yourself to those diabolical uh, spirits especially if you're sensitive like me and so so i don't want to go and then my buddy kathy lada she sends me that photo and so i'm driving around right i'm still social distancing so i'm driving around taking these photos so i'm like okay i'm gonna go across the street and get some just some photos and there's this guy next to me with these black fingernails and i'm like dude like first of all social distance like i'm still on this lockdown thing and so then i'm like lisa there's like 350 rowdy they weren't rowdy they were they it was cute because you could see like 350 catholics all in mass praying the rosary and then you had your our protestant brothers and sisters in little groups of five little clusters so it was really cute like the the spin of each it reminded me of the simpsons episode where what a catholic look like in heaven and they're all doing line dancing the irish line dancing and then you've got the protestants so then anyway i'm like lisa there are people across the street praying the rosary say the hail mary so i start praying that hail mary in english and he steps away immediately and i was like mm, like i don't want to judge the guy he may just like to paint his fingernails black right but he was like all nervous well then i'm like lisa you know latin and father chad ripinger he talks about the power of latin that's why i started praying in latin because the diabolical spirits hate latin it's like fingernails across the, the board and so as soon as i belted out the ave maria gratia plena dominos tecum benedicta tu maleribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui jesus santa maria mater dei ora panovis peccadoribus nunc et in ora motris nostra amen as soon as i do that he jets across the street he ran right into that traffic it was like whoa no wait a minute he ran into the traffic you you well, almost know, caused injury to someone he, he ran across the street from the library where I was shooting the wide-angle shot towards the crowd. I, I don't know if he got confused or what. So anyway, I make the little story, and then I put the little photo on, on the, the of the rainbow that appeared around my, my rosary when I shot the picture. It, like, sent it to the city management team, like, I've, I'm done. Because I ain't going up there afterwards. I'm not an exorcist. So anyway, back to my, my Dodgers situation. I believe anybody who believes in religious freedom or respecting all faiths, and you know, and I, I stand up for for everybody, right? If you have a faith and you're, you're, you are pious about it, then I think we should all be concerned about this cultural shift where we're mocking sisters, you know, those women who have chosen a consecrated lay. Uh, lifestyle or those are you know sisters who are nuns well let's and, and let's just, put it this way i you believe in the rights of people to participate 
in civic government and in our communities, right? That people have yes. rights. Okay. And, and you believe in that. Now, we can each have our beliefs. And that's a, an issue I have is sometimes that it's we, we are almost forced to have to believe one way. No, I'm going to fight for your right to believe however you want to believe. But everybody has those rights when it comes to coming down to city council, when it comes to, you know, uh, petitioning our government, when it comes to your rights as far as the, uh, the law and the police, right? And I would ask people to consider the, the fine line between hate speech, which I believe these Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence are. And, it's, it's, and, and if you think of any uh, hate speech, uh, I mean, let's figure it, let's listen to this. For Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, men dressing up as nuns and mocking and some of the, the gyrations that they have done and some of the imagery I've seen, I just, I was like, God, I can't get it, can't, I can't, gosh, I can't get it out of my head, of them on top of a crucifix and doing some very offensive movements. That's different than, hey, I've got an opinion that I should be able to be myself. And, and if I'm a, a grown adult and I want to make manipulations to my body because I feel dysphoria, that's distinctly different than mocking sisters of a religious order or mocking someone's religion. And I just want to close it out with this, is that the irony that I find today, and, and I wonder I wonder if someone clever figured this out it, it, because just so, such timing that today is the solemnity of the most sacred heart for Catholics. And I just want to read you this. I'm a, I'm a, I collect chaplets. Chaplets are like little specific rosaries targeted to a specific saint or a specific virtue. And I have the chaplet of the sacred heart of Jesus. And today is the solemnity. I want to read you this. On the large beads, this is what the, the individual would say when they're engaged in that prayer. They would say, we adore thee, O Jesus, who has been afflicted in the Garden of Gethsemane, and who still in art our time, out outraged in the Blessed Sacrament. Right, the Catholics believe that the, the Eucharist is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. In the Blessed Sacrament, by the impious conduct of men. O most amiable Savior, we recognize that thou alone art holy, Thou alone art Lord, thou alone art most high. And I just found it very interesting that the, the whole, the impious conduct of men, and this is exactly what we have at Dodger Stadium right now, is men who are dressed up as nuns, religious sisters, are mocking them. And I'm not sure what this has to do about being pride with their sexuality, or maybe if there's body dysphoria and you feel like the need to make changes in your physicality. I, I don't understand how mocking someone's religious beliefs is a form of pride. And we all know, Rob, pride is a deadly sin. So I just wanted to ask everybody, you know, if, if you are a, a Christian or a Buddhist or Hindu or Muslim, to do some sort of act, act of reparation to your higher power, maybe don't eat a chocolate bar tonight, or or maybe say a prayer for for those who are mocking religious sisters, and, and, and in my mind, also the Blessed Virgin Mary, that they, they open up their hearts to understand how hateful this speech um, is for, for people who are, are um, Christians and more specifically those like myself who are Catholic. And I just appreciate you indulging, no pun intended, my concerns about what's happening in Dodgers 
quote-unquote pride night tonight. All right. We're going to take a quick station ID break. We're going to be right back. You are in the Shark Tank with Lisa Marie Copaletta and uh, Rob Burke, your host here on We the People every Friday night, how you can make a difference locally. And, uh, yeah, we're kind of talking about some national and kind of some local weaving it in and out tonight. But that is what you get when you get into the Shark Tank. We'll be right back with you here on KZSM.org. Our connections make powerful things happen, uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. With over 1 million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Around the world, generations of leaders build new friendships and solve problems, turning great ideas into reality. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org slash action. The sun's shining, birds are singing, and all feels right in the world. Until the season changes, and suddenly you lose your motivation to get out of bed. In fact, one in five people experience some form of depression, no matter the season or time of year. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all, because we want you to live your best life and be your best you all year round. Please visit mentallyhealthynation.org to learn more. Raíces, Roots, hosted by Kathy Lara. Our past, our present, our future. Join the conversation. Hear the stories. Every Sunday at 7 p.m. right here on kzsm.org, your true community radio station in San Marcos, Texas. Now, it is Father's Day. We are not doing it this uh, Sunday, but we'll be back again. Uh, we're going to have two more shows here, I think, before we have the uh, – we're going to have some really neat going on here in the month of July. We are basically shutting down the studio for about uh, a little bit over a week and a half, right around the July 4th time frame, and we are going to be totally doing renovations. It is a uh, studio makeover, San Marcos version, so come Come on by, see what's going on, take some pictures. Come on down, take some pictures in the old studio before we go and become the new studio, okay? we got lots of things, uh, all things changing down here. But uh, Raices, we're going to have a couple more live ones before we go into that July. And also the same thing with uh, Revolving Door. So uh, taking Father's Day off here on both shows this week. And we are back with you, Miss Lisa Marie Copaletta. You are in the Shark Tank. Let's uh, swing them back to some local issues here. And what do we want to talk about next? Oh, I want to suggest you guys do a time lapse of your studio uh, remodel renovation. That would be kind of cool to yeah. see them see y'all walking around super fast. So two issues, uh, obviously. And we, I, I don't want to close it out. I want to. I want to prioritize the situation with the Axis Logistics Heavy Industrial Park. That's going to completely change the face of our region of Texas with air quality impacts, flooding impacts, water, light, sound. And we all have seen what happens when one little old 18 wheeler pops a wheelie and it's down on 35 and how it impacts it floods into the, the traffic overflow into to my neck of the woods way over on uh, near the historic district and and just the, the sheer uh, pivoting and lack of transparency. I'm I'm very I actually 
my feelings are kind of hurt because everybody a lot of people know how hard i work for mark gleason's campaign in fact i found some old emails where he was like designing his yard signs from my computer and i don't know if a lot of people know i'm i'm guilty of plagiarism i let him i let him plagiarize all of my old press releases and surveys they literally copied and pasted my my advocacy when he first ran and coached him now he's an animal when it comes to the door-to-door game i think though now he realizes we have now mobilized because we have there the thousands of leaflets have been dropped and all those yard signs i i guess i'm just my feelings are kind of hurt that in that that uh that little subcommittee that he and jane wouldn't let max reach out to some expert field of expert organizations to give an opinion that came out at the workshop that they had that these this couple is just so organized and they had that library event and and first of all i don't go out but secondly i'm highly allergic to the the library and so thirdly i was on zoom but i know it was packed and there were lots of people on zoom and 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 the, the the sheer amount of information my brain wanted to explode just how this developer has pivoted the cost of the fire stations and we all know you know if they can't even put el milagro tortilla on lock i had to work with my homies over at the tcq to get that that problem with the water lines that stench i don't know if san yeah. marcus remembers stench. oh it's still going on it's just not as bad as it was yeah yes, yes it's still going yes. on over there Yes. Well, I don't I mean, go to Target anymore, so I never smell it. But yeah, so there's just another stench coming. Well, from Target. it's you go down Hunter Road, just outside of uh, just north uh, south of town, and you get this mix going between old, bad, uh, oh, Eight. rotten stuff. Well, I mean, it's basically tortillas that have gone bad. Yes. It's all the stuff, okay, that's over there. And then you go into barbecue, which is right up the hill from there. It's so yes, funny. It's exactly where the smell hits. And you know what, Rob? I'm going to have to mention that in my next speech on online here that you guys still don't even have El Milagro on lock because I smell it because I have a P.O. box out there because as a ham radio operator, I don't want the world to have my local address. So I stay on TV every week, but let's let's, you know, have a little discretion. And so so I have to go out there maybe once every two months and go to my P.O. box and I do smell it. So I appreciate you saying that. So so that it's like. Okay, you guys, and then you think about what's going on at Capstone Cottage, which we all warned them about when they concreted up all those caves. And you guys think you're going to, and I'm sorry, city staff are constantly telling us they're understaffed. And I'm like, you guys are going to need an army of like 15 to 20 to put this one uh, in, in your sites to make sure it's, it's managed appropriately. So I'm just very disappointed and a lot of people believed in Matthew Mendoza, and I'm just not getting it. And same thing with Jude. And word on the street is Jude has higher aspirations for political office. And and we've made a promise, and you guys know how I am, because there's, I would I would encourage the public to pull the, the the agendas coming up. You may see my name on one of them. I'm not going to go. I'm going to let you be a sleuth. Uh, but when I make a promise, I'm like Rambo, right? I tell Murdoch, I'm coming for you. I'm not. I'm not the rhetorical sniper. I'm the Rambo. I'm fully on, full on transparent. And when I say you're going to lose your next election, you're going to lose your next election if you vote for this. So that's a promise I've made. Hey, real quick interjection. Is there a uh, meeting next Tuesday or is is this uh, the week that they are up there in Washington? 
Well, the this is the other sneaky part of that is that specific meeting is going to be on the Monday of the first week of July, which is an aberration because those meetings are on a Tuesday. But if you're a sleuth, you can pull the agendas for next week. And I have a, a little ditty of something I worked on that's yeah. uh, uh, a transparency issue that I've been working on that um, a commission has rendered. I don't want to. I mean, I, I, there's I'm an executive. Sure the, well, there's an executive session scheduled for next week. It's not that. It's not that. It's a different board and commission. OK, but there and, was. And I, yeah. And I saw that. But there is no meeting for next Tuesday night. No, it's not at the city council level. It's at a yeah. specific board level where people bring grievances of um, a variety of concerns. And so okay. I'll just leave it at that. And then I'll give you an update, and there's another one that's dropped as of last week. So I'll, I'll give you that update. The other thing I wanted to talk about, I guess I would encourage everybody to show up to that meeting and speak. Uh, that's really where it's important is the public hearing, or, or if you're like me, get on Zoom and give the speeches. Uh, well, so the next time that now. they are going to speak about the smart terminal now access, and I'll, I'll talk on that in a minute, but when is the next time that they are going to be meeting or talking about it at it's City the Council? the first Monday in, in July. That's so what I want to get you, clear to everybody, yes. Let me do that. I'm sorry. I'm so bad. No, I'm so bad. it's that first Monday in July, which is actually the it's July third. July, yes, because July fourth is on a Wednesday or Tuesday. on a Tuesday, and so they're doing it right before then. And everyone, it is going to be out for a holiday weekend. That's right. Right. That's right. And they wouldn't give them the ninety days. And here's the kicker: during questions from the press and public, I asked specifically. And, and it's very it's very troubling how things have mutated with that whole situation. I said, did y'all give them the 90 days? Because that would have reset the whole process. And James says, they got an extension, something to that effect. And I said, that wasn't my question. My question was, did they get the 90 days? Not, and then she, of course, you know how Jane is. It's like, it's like I, 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 whatever. Everybody who knows Jane knows how Jane is, and you never get a square answer. You have to be Jessica Fletcher or Perry Mason to get the answer, and that's troubling. And I'm not sure why she has this magic touch. Why it's like, do you like getting abused over and over again by your elected officials? If, if that's the case, then keep on voting her in because the fact that she is not fighting this full on is very disturbing to many in this community. And and Mark Gleason. He's not going to win that next election. People are already upset with him from his past votes. And and um, I, I predict a full-on loss with Gleason. And Mendoza, many of us are predicting this is going to be his wood, that he will be, he will, he will never win another election. So uh, Jude, um, we're all hoping Jude's going to fly right. Well, and, and so, and, and so what's up next, right, is this is the first or second hearing on the um, – uh, on the annexation I my brain has exploded with I've been going after this for years and more specifically since it came up and even I'm confused which is troubling so I'm not sure if this is right. number two on the annexation or the zoning I, 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 I because I mean, okay so we've already we've already agreed to the we've already agreed to a certain subsection of this now they want more and that's what we're going back and we agreed uh, basically you know to do certain things 
and we're wanting to say, no, we want to come back and we want more. And the, the landowner's saying, tough cookies. Uh, uh, we're moving forward. We've already got an agreement, although we have not annexed it. And the fear is that if we do go in ahead and annex this, that then they're going to come back and be able to sue us. And so what we're hearing is, okay, so go ahead and sue. What are they going to get out of us? How much? What's that going to do? What's the cost of this? What's the benefits? How you know? And there's certain things that we're still waiting to hear. My concern is that we still, I mean, they're a developer. I, I do like the video that came out uh, from the the smart uh, the uh, smart terminal group uh, or the anti smart terminal group. I like the video that showed you know everybody coming up. Yeah, we're going to work with you. And here's the letter. No, we're not going to work with you. Tough beans. Take it or leave it. And so that's where the they're going to play hardball. The city's trying to scramble to try to avoid a lawsuit. But then you've got people saying, okay, so sue me. So it's going to be interesting see where this goes on the uh, uh, the first Monday of July. Well, and it's, it's just, it shows you, I mean, I, I don't know, are they a bunch of hayseeds up there when they have an opportunity to negotiate a land development agreement and they don't even do it? And, and, I, and I keep calling them hayseeds and I'm going to keep calling y'all are acting like a bunch of country bumpkins. And quite frankly, people in the country, they have wisdom and they're not bumpkins. So it's a it's a mixed metaphor. But I think that's what they think we are, a bunch of people they can just railroad over. Cause I love that country boys can survive that like that song just encapsulates the wisdom and common sense. But you get my drift is they think we're just a little small town that can be walked over. And the fact that this, and the city management team, I'm done with them. They still haven't come out to check my tree. People in Blanco Gardens are calling me going ballistic about the sidewalk. And I'm like, well, didn't I warn everybody about six years ago when they did it to me? And they're furious. And, and all those promises, it's like they tell you what they want. It's like a it's like a fast and hot date, which I've never been on. But it's like they're going to tell you everything they want just to get what they want. And that's exactly I just don't see any difference. It's just a kinder, gentler administration versus the iron fist of the Bertland Breras emperor uh, modality of, of leadership paradigm. So it's just unfortunate. And here's the, the most tragic part. And this is what I'm hearing allegedly. This is what people are telling me that allegedly uh, Matthew Mendoza is saying. It's like those people in Martindale don't hope to be way. Whoa, when people find out about the smart terminal, they're furious. And so I just find it so tragic that people who cannot vote for these people who are literally across the street from this zoning, they're being impacted, but they have no constitutional rights to vote in or out of office. And and some of us just wonder, like, no one's for it. Even like Gabrielle Moore wrote a letter, she's against it, right? Like, so if the development community, the real estate community are against it, then who? no one's for it. Why is Mark and Jane and Matthew and Jude not like hardcore no? It's, it's very puzzling. And I've been looking at Mr. Gleason's financial reports, and I have some concerns. So, so I've been dressing up in a suit lately, and I hope he understands that he's going to have either me or his opponent. And I'm begging Lisa Pruitt to run. I, we're friends again, San Marcos, and we've, we're putting the band back together. And so we're, he's going to have a very formidable opponent to, to ensure he never steps foot in City Hall unless he's to pay his exorbitant electric bill, which he's... Well. Lisa, 
let's take I'm, I'm going to hold you if you've got just a couple minutes I'm going to bring you back right after the break I need to take a break and, and because I you had that other subject that we taught that I wanted you to talk about real quick okay yes sir so if you can hold on we're listening to you're on uh, right deep in the shark tank here on kzsm.org we the people you got your host Rob Rourke here on a Friday night the 16th of June 2023 we're talking all things local we're talking stuff that's going um, to that's going to affect how you can make a difference locally, regionally, and yeah, maybe nationally too. Let's go for it. KZSM.org. Be right back with you. Hi, I'm Tony Wilson, host of Roots and Branches on Sunday afternoons from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. here on KZSM.org. I play all kinds of music from Texas and beyond. So join me on Sundays at 2 on KZSM.org, San Marcos's true community radio station. On the radio, this is the Sweet Honey Bear Blues on Tuesday at 8 o'clock till 10 o'clock. You got me giving you what you just didn't know you needed. You're listening to the Porch Radio Hour on KZSM.org community-supported public radio. Heard every Wednesday night on kzsm.org from 7 to 9 p.m. of those things are happening tonight down at the porch go down to one of our partners down here on the downtown and uh sam and the crew over there they would love to have you come down to uh, both the tap room and the porch and uh you know it's all sorts of great businesses downtown yes it is hot folks but it cools off at night down here so you know come on down walk around get out and uh enjoy Sam Marcos. KZSM.org. This is Rob Work with you. We have got on the uh, line here with us Lisa Marie Copaletta, better known as the Shark Lady. Oh, yes. So we are in the Shark Tank tonight. And I, I got to bring back up the line you just used that we're getting the band back together again. And <laughs> I, I have got sitting back here two cassette tapes of the Blues Brothers ready to go. And I'm just thinking of. We're on a mission for God, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yes, yes. Uh, so we are. I mean, it's, it's. You know, that's the, the thing about this community. And I think that's just how human beings are. If you approach things from a kind, humble uh, place, we can put our disagreements aside for the greater good. And, and definitely Lisa Pruitt and I or see eye to eye on this one and and so yes and i guess the other issue i was going to talk about is the community development block grant money and this was borne out and, and the shift from questions from the press and public has been very troublesome um so what happened was last week last meeting they had the uh, community development block grants and so i did my little did gave my speeches and stuff on zoom and then i was i drank too much cameron's peruvian coffee and i was like hyped up i thought well I'll just jump in there and like burn off all those brain cells and, and ask some questions so i'm like doing my little debate geek thing and i'm pulling all this information and it's like it's like a sixth cent san marcus i just developed it as a debater and suddenly i hone in on this one grant 
And then I look at the Women's Center grant. I'm like, boy, the Women's Center grant is so well put together. They've got their form completed. They've got all kinds of support and past accomplishments. And then I'm like, what loser put this one together? And then I'm like, wait a minute, the city did this. And then I'm like, wait a minute, Carol Griffith, the same woman who gave the presentation, put this document together. Carol didn't check off any of the check marks required on the form. Carol has no past performance. Carol, ha like, you know, indicated, like, you know, what they've done in the past to prove why they should get the money. Carol's got no letters of support. And oh, oh my goodness, did Carol fill out the rubric? So I'm asking a question from the press and public, who filled out the rubric? And city staff is like, we're going to have to get back to you. I'm like, you mean that's not on the tip of your tongue? Like, and so then they made me file an open record. So it's like, well, we're going to be, we're going to do you a favor. We're going to file it for you. I'm like, gee, Willikers, aren't you? Transparent? They're going to file it for you? For <laughs> me, right? Oh, wow. Thanks, Amanda. And so then, you know, and the same thing with Amanda. I've, you know, been a big fan of hers and everybody knows that. But I'm just over her and Andrea. You know, as people find Stephanie and Amanda, but as far as policy, very unfair how the comprehensive plan has rolled out and people are so furious about that they just don't have the bandwidth until they start to research the access logistics situation so i finally get my coveted open records because remember now city staff are refusing to answer this question on a live feed which is troublesome because now the public has not seen my email right they're not seeing the open records Right, because I'm doing this live. And that's my concern with that. And they say, well, we'll get back to you, which is basically we need to stall to come up with our how we're going to answer this. And sure enough, Carol was the applicant. Carol did the matrix. Carol awarded herself all of that money to the detriment of like Habitat Humanity and another organization. And I just find that a glaring conflict of interest, quite frankly, in ethics violation, uh, ethics commission zone. Uh, quite frankly, I, I'm just at some point I'm going to have to have a meeting like, how can you guys legally do this? Do you not see like why even like open it up for people to do applicants if you're going to like and no one would have caught it. Nobody on the city council caught it. And I did it with my little geeky brain, just pull, start and pull up stuff. And it's just something I honed in on that one. I was like, whoa, this looks kind of sus. And sure enough. So but the big one right now is is the comp plan, how. A consultant made $500,000 and completely ignored the commission. And, and quite frankly, I believe there should have been an executive summary with his stuff of all the advocacy of people who've been showing up to like public hearings about Lindsay Hills. And, and the only reason why we got the neighborhood plan is because I threw a fit on that committee. And then we had other like Melissa and Roland Tostado. And at, at that point, none of us were getting along, right? But we're all resident, like in residence, like this is not cool. And, and then they put the downtown master plan before the one in, in my neighborhood. So it's just a, a shizzle show and I'm very disappointed. And at the end of the day, this is why people drop out because we don't get paid, they do. And they have all the resources. So you have to either be a detective or learn other people's skill set to our degreed field of experts in real time. And, and I'm all, I mean, I love David in the Bible. That's one of my favorite stories when he said, oh, yo, really? You're going to talk about my Lord that way? Let me get a little stone and knock your keister on the ground. So I love my underdog. Um, <laughs> I believe in building okay. virtue, but it's not right. All right. Well, Lisa, I'm going to jump off uh, back all out right. of the shark tank here. Have a and blessed 
sacred a solemnity of the sacred heart and give up one thing to your whoever your lord is whether it's jesus or whoever and then uh or say a little prayer for the blasphemous activity that's happening at the dodger stadium and have a blessed week san marcus kzsm.org thanks you very much miss lisa marie copaletta the shark lady here from san marcos texas going out around the world kzsm and i want to uh talk to you about because here's the thing folks there is going to be going very fast and furious a whole bunch of stuff during the summertime okay so we talked about we now have pushed off the smart terminal we're backing up here and we are playing texas hold'em with the developers and that is now looking that that is going to be that first monday before the fourth of july for cry it out loud that we are going to be having a meeting that it is going to be everybody is going to be all hands on deck this is going to be interesting to see who is going to come out and how far the developer is going to go and how far the city's going to go before they blink and what the the people can pull out of this one it's going to be an interesting one to say the least but i do want to note okay coming up september 30th okay we are now coming down to one two three months okay by the end of this we're going to have three months for the budget all right, you, you hear about at the national level what's going on. Well, you don't want to get right up to, the, to it with approving the budget the same way here. But all of this is going to be, we talked about this when uh, Stephanie was here on uh, Stephanie Reyes, our city manager, was here on the show uh, a few weeks back. And they are putting everything together for those budget packets. They're getting that. And a lot of the... Uh, City council members and the mayor already have that stuff eh, that they're going through and looking through a lot of the budget notes and a lot of things there. And we've got we got some serious holes. All right. And they are up talking in Washington. Now, Matthew Mendoza has agreed. I don't know if that'll change after he hears what Lisa was saying tonight. I'm ah, not going to make a difference with him. But uh, we're going to have Matthew Mendoza has asked to come back on the show once he is back from um, up in Washington. So uh, hopefully that'll be coming up here, uh, if not next week, the week after, because they're going to be there in Washington. But I want to get him back on the show to talk about that. But there's, uh, you know, they're looking to try to see what they can get from Washington to help with the budget and to, to help shave that off. But what the big thing you need to be doing for your homework is to go out and look on the city of San Marcos. Just you can easily find it in the budget. OK, and there is last year's FY23, fiscal year 2023. So this next one is going to be fiscal year 2024 budget. All right. So we already have this proposed budget and then what they accepted. Uh, but that proposed budget that is out there is long. It's a PDF. Pull it down and start to look at it. Because the second, I mean, one of the first pages that is there for you is this is as required by section 102.005b of the Texas Local Government Code. The city of San Marcos is providing the following statement on this cover page of its proposed budget. So the legislature went and put in there that local city governments have to give you, here is the critical data 
that you need to know about this budget. So last year's budget, okay, this is the one that is ending right now in on uh, September 30th. New one will start on October 1st, okay? And this budget will raise more than more total property taxes than last year's budget by 5,451,606 dollars. 14.4%. Now, did taxes go up? Oh, no, the tax rate didn't go up. But then how the heck did they get more total property taxes? Well, that's the value. And of that amount, $2,308,182 is tax revenue to be raised from new property added to the tax roll this year. So, out of $5 million, $5.5 million, over half of that $2.3 million was to be raised from new property. So the city is wanting to add in that property tax. They've got to. They've got to keep adding in new property. They're between a rock and a hard place, folks. If they don't start adding more onto the property tax rolls, we're running out. You can't get any more out of Texas State. They're taking and buying property. They're getting property right across the street from us. Taking that off the tax rolls. <laughs> okay? And there's more of it's going to be happening. We got some trouble going on locally. So we want to know about this. But I want you to go and find what it, this is right there, right off the bat. And it gives you how much your tax rate is and what the totals are, are broken down. All right? So our current property tax rate that we have is uh, $0.06 cents for every $100. Okay, so on a $100,000 house, right? Go add that one up, folks. If it's a $500,000 house, go add that one up. All right? You know, you know what I'm getting at here because we're not, we're not also including in the other tax districts, the county and the school district. The total principal amount of municipal debt obligations secured by property taxes is $404 million. I'm, I'm giving you a, a round there. Of that, the total amount of outstanding debt obligations considered self-supporting is $271 million. Hotel occupancy taxes, utility revenues, and public-private partnership agreements currently secure self-supporting debt. Okay, in the event such amounts are insufficient to pay debt services, the city staff or the city will be required to assess an ad valorem tax to pay such obligations. So this tells you exactly where we're at. And what's going on? The other thing I want you to go to, because I'm not going to, I'm going to jump off of this pretty quick here. Executive summary and the city council bu budget policy decisions. Maintain general fund balance at 25% of recurring operating expenses. Maintain water, wastewater fund balance at 25% of recurring operating expenses. So this is what they keep in there just as a buffer to make sure that we've got this much money to cover us. Maintain electric utility fund balance at 60 days of operating expenses, including purchased power. 
We're only good for 60 days, folks. They're counting on you. Don't go anywhere. Don't change anything because they're counting on you. Propose a property tax rate at or below current tax rate. Well, we already blew the tax rate out of the water. That really doesn't matter uh, because you've got to be increasing your property values. All right. And uh, consider hot as a hotel occupancy tax as a funding source for special events. Well, that's what we do. So I want you to go and check some of these things. I'm not going to go into any more tonight, but we'll talk a little bit more about that for next week. But uh, take a quick station ID break here. You are listening to We the People on KZSM.org, True Community Radio. And let's see here. Okay, we're going to be right on back with you after these quick station ID announcements. Roots and Branches comes to you every Sunday at 2 p.m. here on KZSM.org. I'm your host, Tony Wilson, and for two hours, I play music from Texas and beyond. So join me for a trip through the amazing world of music on Roots and Branches, KZSM.org, every Sunday at 2 p.m. Log on and listen. It's just that Tune in to Texas River Tonk every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. We play music from our favorite country artists and let you know how to catch them live. We'll also have musicians in studio talking about their work and playing on air. So come join the party with Texas River Tom Fridays, noon to 2, on kzsm.org, True Community Radio. And hit me up on Twitter or Instagram, at Texas River Tonk. That's at TX River Tonk. Hey, everyone. I'm Diesel D, co-host of KZSM's Veterans Hour. Every week on Mondays at 3 p.m., join me and my trusty sidekick, Steady Steve as we pontificate and navigate through various issues relating to those who have served and those who have served those who served. From resources and history to our weekly Ask a Vet portion, we sit at the front window and watch the world go by, and we chat about all things fun, funky, and infuriating. Join me, Diesel D, and Steady Steve every Monday at 3 p.m. for Veterans Hour. We'll see you on the flip side. And no, that is Sunday at 11 a.m. And uh, I don't know how we got that one reversed around or haven't got that fixed. But tune in 11 o'clock this week for Veterans Hour. And I think they are going to be live on Sunday. So coming up here, we're talking about uh, this is kzsm.org. This is your We the People. This is your connection every Friday night for how you can make a difference Locally and regionally and, you know, somewhere out there, folks. We've talked about chaos theory. A butterfly's wings can, you know, affect the weather in Texas. And keep an eye on that weather, folks. I do need to pull that back up before we go off on the show here to see. I believe it's going to go to the north of us here. I believe it's kind of breaking down a little bit. But they have been having some real bad weather to the west of us. Uh, And as the sun goes down, it'll slow down. But uh, we may still get some weather coming our way here this evening. So keep an eye on the radar and and just uh, be careful out there. Okay, so back to you here. we got about 10 more minutes left in the show. We've got Friday Night with Care coming up. I am going to be uh, putting on a uh, old version of Friday Night with Care. We've been going back this week and pulling some of our encores. We did last night Metal Mark uh, from back in 2017. I pulled one from 2017 here tonight. And I 
ran across some stuff in my reading this week, and I wonder, you know, we're going to talk about a couple books here, you know, summer reading, all right? And one of my groups, I had someone uh, said, I would recommend to any readers in the group a book titled Exit, Voice, and Loyalty, Albert O. Hirschman. I'm not much of an academic or even a reader, but this book discusses issues I found relevant through my adult life. Uh, The gist is that when an organization you're part of declines, and all organizations must cycle through phases of growth and decline until they finally die. You can leave it, or you can use your voice to fix what's wrong. Loyalty isn't infinite, but it's what makes you stay on the ship that seems to be sinking, and suffer, and by opposing, possibly help end the threat. Now, this person was talking in with regards to those of us fighting within the Republican Party. Okay, I can hear all the groans right there, and, you know, don't go and turn me off. All right, I am very clear with everybody that I'm a Ron Paul Republican and that I have uh, been fighting for liberty, and I fight this at the local level. And I talk about making sure that we've got transparency, making sure that the voices are heard, making sure that the working people's voices are heard, as well as everyone has a seat at the table. And that is what I work for not able to go up tonight to be with some folks uh, having a a meeting up in Austin tonight, but I want to pass along, you know, that there's people working, and this is not just within, listen, folks, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party at the national level in in so many ways, we're broken. We have people that on both sides, and I've sat there and watched it, are throwing so many rocks at each other. It's on both sides, right? And those that are trying to weave somewhere down the middle sometimes, they get caught in between because, you know, it's this what kind of coalitions are you wanting to form and with who? And we've got a lot of problems out there. I'm not asking you to go and try to fix them, but just keep that in mind, with how you're getting your news and how stuff's coming across to you and the messages that folks are uh, are telegraphing to you. Don't jump on board, folks. Why are they asking you about these things? What's the, what's the problems, okay? So, uh, okay. One more thing I want to talk about here tonight before we leave you, and uh, we'll be on back next week. Um, I talk about books. There's four books that I've, uh, those of you that have listened know is uh, Habits of uh, Seven Highly Effective People, The Art of War, Shun Tzu, and uh, Rules for Radicals, okay? And the fourth book is this one that's a little bit of a hard to find. You can still get out there on Amazon. It's actually on a communist website still out there, I believe. And... I wanted to find out about this gentleman right here, George Washington Plunkett, 1842 to 1924, was a Tammany Hall politician who served as a state senator and assemblyman in New York. He was also a ward boss in the 15th Assembly District. It's kind of like a precinct chair kind of thing and was known for his colorful and candid views on politics. 
Plunkett was born into poverty in New York City and received only three years of formal education. However, he was a natural politician and quickly rose through the ranks of Tammany Hall. He was a master of machine politics and was known for his ability to deliver votes and to get things done for his constituents. Plunkett was also a shrewd businessman and made a fortune through his political connections. He was a vocal critic of civil service reform. This was what was going on in the 1890s, early 1900s. And that's the progressives were doing that. Uh, no, I'm not throwing progressives under the but that was where the progressive term came from, folks. Okay, go back and do a little political history on this, okay? Um, and he was a vocal critic of civil service reform, arguing that it would take power away from the people and give it to the experts. He also defended his own use of honest graft, which he defined as making money through legal means that were technically corrupt. Plunkett's views on politics were recorded in the book Plunkett of Tammany Hall, which was first published in 1905. The book is a classic of American political literature and provides a fascinating glimpse into the inner workings of machine politics at the turn of the 20th century. Here are some of Plunkett's most famous quotes. I seen my opportunities and I took them. I don't care a rap about your grand ideas. I'm for the men who do the work. There's two kinds of graft. Honest graph and dishonest graph. Dishonest graph is all right. I'm for it. But I'm against dishonest graft. All right. So it's the basics about how politics works. Oh, well, wait a minute. You know, we're, we're not in Tammany Hall. We're 150 years later. So, well, folks, I'm sorry. That's how politics works. It's about getting down there and making sure that the people know that you got them elected, that you can get them elected, and that you can take them out of office. That's political power. And what Lisa was talking about here earlier tonight, about the fear just over one issue that has popped up that hasn't even been on the radar, we haven't even gotten into a lot of other things. People aren't even worried about the people aren't even worried about the, the fact that we don't have any money or where the money's going to come from. But guys, that's what's driving this. All right? Follow the money. Understand these things. But read some of the books over the summer. And that's one right there that I want you to get an idea. Okay? I'm not advocating for this. I'm not saying go out and be any of these people or this is it. It's kind of Dante, Inferno. You know, you want to read Dante's Inferno, but you don't want to use all of these different things against people. But you dang well better know that they can be used against you. So get out there, read, make yourself aware. Folks... Well, we're going to be back with you next week, right before the July 4th, and then we're going to be shutting down here uh, for a week as we get the uh, station going. Come on by, get some pictures, find out what's going on, and talk to us here. KZSM.org, True Community Radio, coming up next. We have got Friday Night with Care. Hold on, folks, and have a good weekend. Keep an eye on the weather, and stay cool, stay hydrated.